You're listening to The Bus Liturgy. Today is Sunday, June 17th, the third day of Chapel Choir Mission Tour. sings, Jesus, you're better. Jesus, you're better than anything we could run to. You found me when I was down. I had nowhere else to turn. Your love surrounded my soul, surrounded my Today's reading comes from Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 10. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him, who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. For I am now speaking the approval of man or of God. Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Jesus, your writing to the church in Galatia in this passage. These churches have been influenced by people preaching a false gospel, one that believes Gentiles need to be circumcised in order to be saved. Paul counters this by saying that salvation comes by grace alone. 
As I hear Paul's words, I imagine myself as one of the Galatians. I hear Paul's words about the grace of Christ and his warnings against the false gospel of works. When I am weak, you Imagine believing a gospel of works and feeling constant condemnation. I taste the fear and dread as I think about standing before God. I then imagine hearing these words for the first time. How does the promise of grace make me feel? How does grace change how I feel towards God? Our society is based on a secular gospel of works. The more you do, the more you learn, the more you achieve, the better you will feel, the better you will be. These words of grace don't fit with that model. As I examine my life, I notice the places I buy into this secular works gospel. How might my life look differently if I truly understand that my values come from the grace of God instead of my grades, salary, or degree? Grace changes the game. Without it, we are condemned, but with it, we are saved. Grace not only changes us, but it changes how we live in the world. As I listen to the scripture again, this time in the message, I specifically listen for how God's grace changes how I am to live. I, Paul, and my companions in faith here send greetings to the Galatian churches. My authority for writing to you does not come from any popular vote of the people, nor does it come through the appointment of some human higher up. It comes directly from Jesus the Messiah and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. I'm God commissioned, so I greet you with the great words, grace and peace. We know the meaning of these words because Jesus Christ rescued us from this evil world wherein by offering himself as a sacrifice for our sins. God's plan is that we all experience that rescue. Glory to God forever. Oh, yes. I can't believe your fickleness. How easily you have turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of Christ by embracing a variant message. It is not a minor variation, you know. It is completely other, an alien message, a no message, a lie about God. Those who are provoking this agitation among you are turning the message of Christ on its head. Let me be blunt. If one of us, even if an angel from heaven, 
were to preach something other than what we preached originally, let him be cursed. I said it once, I'll say it again. If anyone, regardless of reputation or credentials, preaches something other than what you receive originally, let him be cursed. Do you think I speak this strongly in order to manipulate crowds or curry favor with God or get popular applause? If my goal was popularity, I wouldn't bother being Christ's slave. Know this. I am most empathetic here, friends. This great message I deliver to you is not mere human optimism. I didn't receive it through the traditions, and I wasn't taught it in some school. I got it straight from God, received the message directly from Jesus Christ. And in this life, when I am weak, you are the peace that comforts me. You're all that I need. You are my joy, my everything, the reason why I stand and sing. Cause Jesus, you're better. I hear Paul's words saying he is God commissioned. I think about what this commissioning looked like for Paul and what it might look like for me. Do I, like Paul, speak openly and excitedly about the gift of grace I have received? As I ponder this, I notice the feelings that arise and speak to God about them. On that cross, you bled for me, you took our sins and set us free. The grave could not hold to God. I thank him for the gift of grace that I have received. I thank him that the true gospel is rooted in grace instead of my works. I think about the people in my life, family and friends, co-workers and classmates. I go to the Lord on their behalf. God, give me the boldness and the compassion to live out my commission in the context of my life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the, May the Lord, Lord make, make his, his face, face shine, shine upon, upon you and be gracious, and be gracious to, you. to you. May the, May the Lord, Lord turn his face to you and give you peace. In the, In the name, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.